0: You're listening to the Smasher and Seeding Podcast. I'm your host, Barbara Nixon, and I'm so excited you're here. This is a place for you to boost your confidence, become limitless, and grow like never before. Because there's one thing I know for sure success begins with you. Let's get started. Hey, Barbara here, and welcome to another episode of the Smasher and Seeding Podcast. Hope you've had an amazing week and things are all good at your end. Now, today, I get to share this fantastic conversation that I had with the incredible Yana Smaglow. Now, Yana is a Ukrainian fashion designer of women's clothes and lingerie, and she's also the founder of Nenya Distribution Company. And in this conversation, she shares her personal story of how she escaped Ukraine when the war started, what that was actually like, the decisions she made, how she remained calm and all the steps that took to get her over here to the UK and that's really where her story actually begins because it's then that she made a decision that was attached to such a strong mission of supporting the British economy supporting the Ukrainian economy and the Ukrainian fashion designers and what that would actually look like in terms of her next venture and it's so such a great conversation you're not going to want to miss it all of the details for Yana and her new venture and how you can support her and how you can get in touch are all in the show notes underneath this podcast so please go check her out and go follow her on all the social on all social media but we'll let the conversation start hope you enjoy it let us know on Instagram and I'll talk to you later. So welcome everybody to the Smash Run Ceiling podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Today we have Yanis Maglo who is just epic and you've got an amazing story to tell and we've got Antonia Kinlan as well who project manages um, everything that you're doing so and you look fantastic today ladies as you would being in fashion and um, so I had to think a bit more carefully about what I was wearing today I thought great I'm, I'm trying to a fashion guru I need to look good you know, and got rid of the old jeans and t-shirt and thought right I need to think about this mm-hmm. I'm so excited that you're here because you've got an amazing story to tell and I know so many people listening will want to just support you in that so Jana do you want to kick us off because your story starts in obviously you're uh, from Ukraine your story started when everything happened over there I know you can describe it so much better than I can.
1: <laughs> yeah um, thank you so much uh, yeah so um, I don't know uh, my story as a fashion designer and you know like product owner uh, started seven years ago so I had quite a uh, big background and uh, uh, I produced a um, few of my own brands and uh, I had manufacturing and like space with the showroom and beauty salon before and two years ago I started a new brand of lunch um, premium segment laundry, and yeah actually I live my life uh, built some business you know live at the center of the kiev and uh travel it you know like and never thought that something like this can happen with me uh even i couldn't imagine this uh so yeah we had like a lot of habits before that uh, Russian aggressive because we have like eight years of the war uh already uh so yeah and i thought it's the most terrible um terrible that i can imagine but no and yeah like i'm uh, launching my new collection and uh yeah that's happened really um uh, i don't know unexpectedly if i can say this yeah uh, uh so i woke up explosions uh i started uh, waking up all my friends uh calling to everybody and the sirens and it was terrible morning i i was really scared uh i just yeah um tried to understand what to do and uh mm, yeah I took some uh, stuff. Uh, my friends uh, was in Spain, and I, and they should uh, coming back in the same day. So I started to call them and for telling them that sh- they shouldn't uh, go back, but they said that no, we come back this night, just for, for a few hours before it's all started, and they said um, we are pick you up uh, for fifteen minutes. So I'm just uh, took some stuff in small bag and yeah run with them I spent one week in Lviv, it's like west of Ukraine, uh, near the Pol- Polish board. So, and I I thought maybe, you know, like it will done done uh, for one week and I, I, I tried to understand the situation, but it was so, you know, worse and worse. So I decided that I should uh, cross the board. Um, And yeah, uh, I crossed the border to Poland. Uh, Then I spent uh, two weeks in Germany, one friend, then two weeks in France. And then uh, my friends from uh, UK told me that uh, the government opened the program uh, for hosting Ukrainians. So they proposed me uh, to come uh, and stay here. And I already started to search for a job in France. But the language for a year and actually, you know, like uh, at that stage, this France, uh, like were all the most closest people for me. So, um, yeah, I decided to uh, come here and uh, my English not really good, but I, um, in ca- I can speak. <laughs> it's already good uh, in some way. <laughs>
0: fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I love it. Um, so, yeah, I came here. And
1: uh, I started to uh, searching for a job, but at the same time, I started to think how I can help, how, how I can be helpful and how I can um, do it better, you know, like uh, so how I can help Ukrainian and Ukrainians here, Ukraine and Ukrainians here. and uh, you know, like I started to think about my, strong sides and skills and uh, I decided to try to implement my skills here and yeah, the it was like mm, for me, it was like the most simple that I can do I mean, idea, yeah uh, bringing Ukrainian designers here because all Ukrainian designers want to be selling in, in the UK but it's quite Close market. Uh, So, yeah, I decided to make this delivery. um, uh, Sorry, uh, create this um, distribution company to be an official distributor to help them uh, find the customers here, selling here. So, yeah, and from my idea, I started to think how to do this. I started to meet with some people um I had like a article article in uh, Yorkshire post and then I met Antonia and from uh, this uh, <laughs> moment everything started going like really good <laughs> so yeah uh, she um, making amazing job for me and work I don't know how to say it right and um yeah we're doing what we're doing and I hope uh, we will grow it in something really amazing and helpful for for Ukrainian refugees here and for Ukrainian business uh in Ukraine because it's really important to support uh Ukrainian economy with the taxes and I want to be a part of society here and uh, not just getting benefit from the government. I want to pay taxes and, you know, like working and uh, feel feel myself like a part of this government and economy also, it's really important for me. Uh, So yeah, and help other Ukrainians here to do this because it's from the moment of the start of war, it's like thousands Ukrainians here and they all searching for a job and opportunity to to live here and yeah. you know be assimilate you know like
0: yeah such a a powerful story and if it's all right we can just go back a step and kind of explore it a little bit because i i'm interested in in what you said because i can really it really resonated with me about I didn't ever ever expect this to happen. I have my life, everything, you know, you're building your life just like everybody else. We're just doing our thing. And then the unimaginable happens and how you had to um, just think on your feet. You obviously had friends that were supporting you and, you know, you had a bit of a plan, but you were grabbing things and just stuffing them in a the bag. And as you were describing it, I was kind of putting myself in that situation, thinking, what do you put in the bag? Where do you go? What what on earth? What what goes through your mind when that's happening? Um, Because you must have been so afraid, but yet trying to think calmly as well and trying to think maybe strategically or thinking about what, what do I actually do? So what was it? What was it that kept you that was going through your mind at that moment when everything just started?
1: So uh, no, it was I was scared. I was in panic, but you know, like uh, the my uh, my mind in in the panic situation working really, you know, uh, instantly. So uh-huh. I remember that I uh, and I leave uh, in fifteen minutes from my office. So I remember that I dress up, uh, go to my office, take my laptop, close it. Uh, Came back to home, and I took in my bag like laptop, iPod, uh, documents, uh, some cash, uh, some. Uh, um, it was a winter, so I took some um, hoodie uh, in case I will. I, don't, I I didn't know where I will be, and I remember that I took <laughs> two bags. I had like mm, uh, two good bags purse or bags how to say you know like women's and yeah. i i should take it in case if i need the money i can sell them
0: <laughs> oh god that's smart right that was especially when you're in that panic mode you were thinking
1: yeah and I didn't take anything you know like no clothes no nothing you know like but I took them and my friends uh, laughing at me because they thought that I'm like saving my babies I said no I'm I'm just I'm thinking that I I don't know where I will be for a few days and I know that I can sell it in any time uh you know so it's like uh okay because uh, yeah it uh I I didn't uh, I didn't I couldn't believe that it's happening, but yeah I I did something that uh, I understood that uh, I should I should live somehow I should survive and uh, actually if to be honest in my past life I had situation like that so uh, when I should go somewhere really um, unexpected. <laughs> uh, you know and i i know that i need to do and every, every time actually when i go somewhere uh, in any trip or something i always said okay uh what what am i i can uh forgot you know like uh, when you're near the door and you're thinking what, what, what you can forget uh, at the house and i always saying like you took your phone, you took your money, so you can survive. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. And it's, <laughs> like, you know what, you're absolutely right, because I do the same. Uh, and Antonia, I know you're sitting quietly just listening right now. We'll bring you in, in a, uh, but I bet you've done the same as well. When you leave the house and you, you're right, you go in somewhere on holiday or for a trip or for business or something, and you go do a bit of a mental checklist phone purse you know I've got money I've got a phone everything else I'll sort out and you, you're so right so you you we rehearse things without even realizing it probably mm-hmm. so you found yourself um on this 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 journey of, to Poland and you you managed to get over the border and uh, you I imagine you were with so many other people at that point as well so there's probably crowds of people how did you remain focused or did you remain focused how how, how was your mindset when uh, you were in surrounded by so many other people that might have been panicking or worried and and absolutely so scared
1: oh yeah it was really scared uh, it's like a, a hundreds thousands people there it's like uh, i think uh, it was the m- most scary let's say i didn't see much in ukraine i mean how the war started because i escaped really fast and i'm really i was really scared so for me right now it was like this um uh, situation was like really scared because yeah a lot of women with the kids with the staff they want to escape uh and they panic small kids there and you know like you uh i think i can uh i uh i saw something like this in horror movies and it's like real life so i came to delviv uh a train station uh tried to get some train to uh, to poland um yeah and it was so many people we couldn't move we st- staying waiting for this train and they took uh, they get like two trains one for the women with the, clo- uh, with the kids and second one for um, foreign people uh, it was the men and yes some women who uh, not ukrainian citizen so uh, but the people was were so many people were there so it's impossible to go to only one train you know like they started to um i don't know sorted it somehow and yeah I stay uh at the one place and couldn't move and i in in general i'm not really uh i have a how phobia Astrophobia. So, yeah so i i don't uh, I don't go to the concert with the, a lot of people because I'm uh yeah I'm starting to panic and I uh, at some point I got like i I uh understood that I will I will go uh, panic attack right now and like uh, I started to shake and yeah uh so Nia with me stays a little girl I don't know maybe she was like two years old maybe three it's three it's like the oldest. And she was so brave. She just watched for everybody. And, uh, you know, like she she really small and watch for everybody, like really calm. She not crying. She not, you know, how kids can be like, um, want something or no, she just stay at one place. And uh, was so calm. And I look at her and thought, I can't, I can't make the, you know, mm, I can't take this panic because she's so brave and if she will see me she can uh start panicking too and in general i'm 30 years old and she's two years old and she's calm so i should be calm also and you know like so uh yeah i just stay uh stop panic waiting for the train but the trip was really hard because uh So usually the train takes like two hours from the leave to Poland. And I thought, okay, maybe it will take four hours because of all of the situation, maybe six, but it took like 19 hours. And it was really hard because nobody having them place. Uh, People were everywhere on the floor. And yeah, we stay all the time. We hadn't any fresh air because uh, when the train stopped, they closed like windows they blocked uh train in case something happened so uh they blocked the windows toilets and we we stay so we like uh drive 15 minutes stay four hours then again and yeah it was it was really hard um and you know like my friend uh told me uh, that the war started at the um, east of Ukraine, they escaped from Donetsk or Lugansk, I don't remember. Uh, so they had much worse situation. They told me before that they go by train. And uh, at some point, the, how to say, driver of the train told them that uh, you should go down because some uh, uh, the drones going who... Um, shooting the drones which shooting mm-hmm. yeah. so and they like oh, what what we we should and then they uh, heard that the drone started to shoot the train so they all lay down so and i remember uh this story uh, from him and like i was scary about the same thing that uh, our train just it could, could be you know on the on the fire from the russians uh drones so yeah and it was too much emotions i'm i don't know um uh, it it's it was horrible it was horrible and i've been like tired i've been and you haven't any internet connections so you can ch- you cannot check the news you cannot do anything you, you, you just you know like stay these 19 hours with all your fears with all your thoughts and yeah I don't know it it was awful I I and I know that I will never forget forget this feeling
0: yeah and oh I'm just listening to you um and this is such an important story to tell because obviously we've not touching all the wood we've not been in that you know that situation but my heart just goes out I can can imagine it I can you know I put myself in in your shoes and how horrific it was it must have been and how how everything was going on at the same time. So not only your, your external situation, but, you know, your internal uh, situation in terms of what you're thinking, what you're feeling and battling all the emotions and trying to stay calm. And, and the fact that you saw that l- little girl, it's such an amazing story that that girl is planted there, you know, so I bet you supported each other in that, you know, in that brief moment, you know, she's looking at you, you're looking at her and going, actually, I'm, I'm going to stay calm um and thank god for her right you know that she was there in that moment so you found yourself um over in poland and you made they made it over here um and you had already had friends and connections over here which is fantastic and did did your friends take you in was uh, or did you have to find somewhere to live uh, you mean here in the uk yeah yeah in
1: uk so I live with them. Uh they host me in their house I live with them like 6 months and now I moved to um, renting room. Yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah, um and you're now starting or you've started this amazing venture which is what I want to kind of dive into because this is this when I again I heard your story and I read your article in the Yorkshire Post, and we'll put a link in the show notes as well, so you can go and check it out. That you were you were already doing amazing work back in Ukraine, so you had your own business, and so this isn't a new venture, really. You know, it's because you, you, you're a specialist in this area. This is what you do, right? This is your superpower, um, and I love that you thought, "How I, I want to help? How can I do that? How can I help my? Um, the, how can I help the?" The economy in Ukraine how can I help Ukrainian people how can I give back to UK and become part of the society and and you mentioned pay taxes and and because you was it at any point did you think oh I'm just gonna get a job rather than start continue with my journey you know with my business what led you to actually pick your business back up especially with all of the things that you've been through I,
1: I looked for a job let's say I looked for a job um uh, first of all the uh people told me that when i I came to interview people told me oh you had good background but you run your own business and you're not team player but uh, for me it was surprisingly because uh i think i'm the most motivated person (laughs) so it's like when my partners from Ukraine they escape from different countries right now, and they told me, Wow, how are you how are you running it? Because we can't move, it, you know, like this fair, this feeling. And I had the same when you don't want to get up, you know, like you you want to spend all time in your bed because everything, you know, ruined ruined and you don't understand what's happening. But I have a big fear. I was terrified because I'm in different country. I haven't family. I have not nobody who support me. I have friends uh, in Ukraine. I have friends here, but they have all, them own lives, and you know, like, and I should build mine from the zero again. So this thing was like this thing pushed me, and yeah, uh, for me. Uh, uh, if something goes wrong, I'll get a job. I'm not afraid to do a work. I'm working from from 15 years, so it's not a problem for me. But uh, I got this idea, and I didn't see the reason why not, why why it won't work, you know? And I feel in myself uh, energy and um, skills to do this, you know, to, to push this, to run this. So if I can do this, we all have our, you know, area of the war. uh, uh, Ukrainian soldier go to, you know, uh, war with, uh, with the Russians. Uh, some ukrainian people working and pay taxes this is them area of the world yeah for supporting and this is mine it's my skills i can do this and you know like it's how i can help so yeah it, the, uh, at some before the long uh, the opening uh, the first shop i had like uh, two offers from the london uh job offers uh to go there and work as a um, designer for a few brands and yeah, and at some point I I uh, I had like make a choice what I want to do. I want to run with the project, and it and it it already was a lot things done. Or I should go and you know just get a job, uh, be uh, I don't know be calm and uh, understand that I will get a salary. Everything will be sorted because. Uh, yeah, it's it's more calm and confident uh, work, but I decided to to go other way with the project, With uh, but it's really interesting journey. It's like, it's even, I didn't have a much time, I didn't, yeah, have a much time for uh, thinking about this. My, my decision was obviously, you know, like, yeah, I feel that I, I need to do this. I, I can find a job anytime. If something goes wrong, I can find a job any time. But if I I feel that I can do this, so I I need to do this. And yeah.
0: uh oh, you know what? I can again. I've just gone all squidgy. You know, you know, goosebumpy. Just listening to your energy and your passion and that desire that's running through you of I can do this. I know I can do this. I've got this idea for a reason. And and this is how I am gonna give back to my 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 country and my friends and you know um and why not why not and and that yes you can we all have as you said we all have those days where we want to stay in bed all day and where we don't feel motivated but you've got such a mission and a desire that it's it's a non-negotiable it's a I've got to do this and you're so right you can get a job anywhere you've, you've gone through that reason and Sometimes we can talk ourselves out of things. We have this, these desires to do things and we go, Oh, well, you know, and you could have easily done this as well. Jana, as you just described, I, it would be safer for me to have a job. I would have, you know, a, a regular income. I would have salary and all the rest. Um, but that desire is just too great to ignore and you've got to go for it. And, and this is where, you started to to put everything together, which is amazing. And again, I love just hearing your energy. I went all goosebumpy, and it was just lovely, lovely. So Antonia, we're going to bring you in. You've been sitting really nicely and calmly and just hanging out. (laughs) I'll give Yana a bit of a rest now. Um, Drinking your tea and being lovely. I left my cup of tea upstairs, which is a a bit of a shame. But anyway, um, Antonia, where did you hear about Yana? And tell us more about your involvement and then we're going to go into the business and um what that actually looks like
2: okay so um my first my first sort of exposure to to yana's story was reading the yorkshire post article mm-hmm. and um it was on linkedin and a lady called claire Stracken, who's an amazing pr um lady uh, who i've met and um, she commented on it so it popped up on my feed and i was like oh that's interesting so I, so i read it and it was all about um, Jana and how she has come over here and she wanted to restart her business um, and she was looking for um, connections at the time for funding. Now, just backtracking to kind of my background and why I thought it was relevant. So originally I was a TV producer. I jacked that in and became a police officer in London moved back up north, um, broke my back, so a very vertebrae collapsed, and and so I started the utility warehouse business, purely by accident, because um, I needed some extra money, I couldn't work full-time, and part and parcel of that, so 10 years or so ago, I started networking, I was invited to networking, I didn't know networking existed, I didn't know what it was, Um, but I'm quite open to doing anything, so I went along there was free coffee involved got me there and um and and went and i learned that it, there are all these incredible businesses um out there looking to um help each other now the first networking i went to i spoke to a really good chap who was always always said look if you go out and you learn to network to help others then actually that's the best way to get business and i took this on board and so for 10 years i've, I've done an awful lot of networking and met so you, you meet all sorts of people but you meet really genuinely lovely people and um, who are very skilled at their jobs but who who have the right ethics and background and so when it, it's like all of that led up to this moment I always think that you, you know you everything leads up to this so I saw that that Jana was in Huddersfield and I said look why don't we go for a message on there I'm happy to have a coffee and see if I can help and um, who wouldn't be moved by her story who wouldn't want to help and um, so we went and we sat down and I learned about the fact that she had this incredible business in Ukraine. And the big driver for me was the fact that she, it wasn't about her. She wanted to pay taxes. So her purpose wasn't I want money. It was I want to pay taxes in the UK because you've taken me in mm-hmm. and I want to pay taxes in the Ukraine because I want to support that economy even if I can't physically be there. And I want to support all these designers in the Ukraine because they deserve to have help. And over here, I want to be able to support the Ukrainians because I want to be able to offer them employment. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this this was the most amazing. And it makes me really emotional because because here is somebody who has you know as we've heard lost everything who's going right how can I make this so that it's not just about me and that was the big thing and you know uh, and so I said okay well what what do you want so we sat down and I'm a prolific note taker and I, I took every every single note possible and I said so so basically we want to restart this business so how do we how do we put a business together now my business is a business in a box, so you, you take it and you you just do it. So this was this was something new. But I mean, I have a management degree, and again, I never felt like I really used it. And I was like, oh, it's going to be quite useful. So so I sat down and I I went, okay, so what do we what do we need? And and I, suddenly it was like all those people that I've met networking, and I do a lot of referrals for people. But I thought, actually, who would really be good for this project? Not just who would help. Because, you know, there are so many people who have offered but who's going to be right for this project. So we just started making calls. So I started making calls to people where I thought, actually, we need, you know, we need a good accountant. So um, Victoria Atkinson. So we've got, um, you know, who's going to be good for, for PR? So Claire was an obvious choice for PR, and I've ha- Rupert Cook who does branding and design, um, James Mellor later who does videography, um, Jag uh, Panasar, who's who has this amazing social media company, um, met Yana separately, and and so I was like, okay, so who who do we need? And so I'm having to ring all these people going, hi, I have a project. This is Yana's story. And Yana's story was so powerful that when I got to the bit where I said, you know, there is no money. We have no budget. Would you be prepared to give some time? They've said yes. And this is what's so incredible about these people. You know, there's a, another chap called Paul Rommish who has a printer, And I'm like, look, we need some labels. We need we need this, us this, this. And, you know, would you be prepared to give us some free? He's like, sure. Uh, People have just been so incredibly supportive. And we're talking about people whose work is incredibly skilled, they're excellent in their field. And that's what's been so wildly exciting about this project. So my role has been just, Yana, what do you need? And let's facilitate. And Yana's been going out and making these incredible connections herself. Um, And there's lots of people that have said, yeah, I'd like to help, but it needs action. So the the good thing that I suppose that that I bring is that I am action-based, so we will sit, we'll have an hour each week, whatever Yann needs, and we'll say, right, what do we need? And we'll make the calls, we'll make it happen. And the result of that was um, Souk offered um, a free pop-up in um, Leeds at the Victoria Gate, and we launched the first... Um, pop-up shop which was absolutely incredible we had um bbc uh, look north came natalie anderson's been supporting it um and you know it's been absolutely incredible and Claire Strachan has played an enormous part of this because her PR work is so incredible um that it's it's really pushed the message out and I'm so grateful for that and I think that's that's what we're doing so now it's a case of we've sat down and we've gone okay what do we need to do for the next year this project isn't going anywhere we are driving this forward and um Yana has had this amazing um meeting with Shopify. So right at the beginning, my brother-in-law is a chap called Andrew Mann, who, um, he does a lot of consultancy work. He's worked very high levels within um, different companies, supermarkets, Tesco, Sainsbury's, Co-op, etc. And uh, he's, I I went to him for advice because I went, I think this is what I need to do. Can you just run this by me? And he suggested Shopify. Um, And he's explained it, links in with Instagram. And so that's what we went for. And other people said, well, we really want to do this. And actually you should do this. And we've gone, no, Shopify, Shopify. So we've really pushed that. And so Yana was just explaining, she's had a meeting with them. And some of the, the top mods are going to fly over from Canada and the US to interview her to come to the next shop launch, because this woman is so amazing. And this is what's so exciting. It's like, I'm just a, I'm just a tool I'm just a you know not in the like you're a tool but like i'm just I'm just a part of the mechanics of this because imagine going somewhere where you you're learning the language properly and you're having to learn all the business jargon you know how to launch a shop you know how to run a business you just need someone just to go you just do this just that leg up and that's what my role is and um, but everything we do all of us we've just said right from the beginning is inspired by. Yana and just how amazing she's been and I think you know it's all credit to her because she's she's just an amazing young woman amazing.
0: So good so so good and again I can feel your energy and I'm also keeping an eye on Yana you know just listening to um the amazing things that Antonio was saying and how it must make you feel because the thing that came across for me is the power of people and the power of connections and oh my word how how supported and everybody just getting around you and going right we've got you we've got you we've got this and again goosebumps galore it's just <laughs> so nice uh, and so amazing that these people resonated with you and just came around and brought everything together how wonderful how wonderful that was so i want to talk about this business right because we've kind of alluded to it and we've kind of you know been you've got things going on but let's talk about what it is you've got this pop up shop at the moment but can and this is a question for either one of you can you describe what your business is tell me what it is and um what it actually looks like now maybe how it's different from what it was when you were in ukraine if it is different
1: so, yeah, it's totally different because in Ukraine, uh, I push in my own brand, which I produced where I will uh, I was creative designer. So like my job was create the concept, uh, find the uh, materials, find the suppliers, negotiate with them, supply uh, making supply chain uh then uh, started producing and i managed managed like few uh manufactories uh so yeah i did all technical job all management then uh campaign and then so it's a little bit different things i i've been a producer yeah. here i'm a distributor uh, it's more sales job. So what idea I had, I I found when I had this idea, I started to think what brands I want to bring here because it should be uh, brands, first of all, who producing in Ukraine and pay taxes there. Uh, second, who have, who, I know, um, uh, I, sh- uh, I should be sure that they have uh, good production good quality and a good system of the production. I'm like a person who uh, managed the the production house. I know that how it's important because uh, when you have a system and it's really hard to build this system, uh, you should be really good manager. So when you have a system, your product will be really good. And I want to bring here, you know, like not just competitive product. I want to feel empty place at the market. I want to uh, uh, bring in unique product uh, which won't be competitive, you know, like at some point. So yeah, I choose few designers. Uh, I negotiate with them. I got this responsibility for myself. I told them, they, they, and they, you know, like believe like, all these kind people here in, in England, they believe in me the same. So we speak, they said, yeah, they know me, you know, like, because I'm, I was uh, quite long time in this business. So we all designers in Ukraine know each other at some point, maybe not personally, but you heard about uh, or something. So uh, they know who I am. They know about, you know, my skills, uh And I I told them, we should do this. And, you know, like, I, it was scary also because it's big change with the war. Uh, You don't know how to produce everything. And I said, come on, we can do this. We we can, I I see in your brand, uh, big sales here in the UK, I see. And they believe in me also. And, you know, like at some point, yeah, why not? Yes, of course we can sell there, you know, like, so... Yeah, I bring these designers and uh retail and wholesale. So the retail and wholesale was a part of my job before, but I didn't do this. I create product for this. Mm-hmm. So I uh my skills was like I know what people want to buy. Uh uh, I know what products they need, and I should, you know, create these products and you know add my creation might for this product not not just i don't know not just uh dress or something how to make um uh, how to create added value for this dress why this dress not other ones mm. so uh yeah this is uh, from um, what i take from my skills but uh if to be honest retail and wholesale I know, again, I know I read, I saw how to uh, make this chain because in my previous brand in Ukraine, we had 35 uh, shop partners who sold our brand. So I took this um, uh, business model and bring here, but the market here working not the same uh, way as in Ukraine. That's why... uh, yeah antonia and all uh our group our team you know um they helps me to understand they helps me to you know realize it but yeah it's uh, um different business for me but uh you know like i have a big touch with the same business in heart uh, in uh, ukraine so Yeah, Uh, for me, it's something new, but I hope that my skills will help to do this really in in big way. And actually, it's big difference. Uh, Yeah, I'm scratching from the zero again, but I remember when, when I started my business in 20 years. I've been 20 years old and I did a lot of mistakes a lot I I spend the money really in bad way, but it's necessary condition for uh running the business. you're making mistakes. and uh, right now uh I w- I know that I will do some mistakes. it's it's necessary but uh the good uh, thing that I definitely understand what I sh- you know like what I shouldn't do. Because I had these mistakes in my uh, past life, so it's a little bit easier, you know. Like when I understand that I shouldn't do this, I just don't do this. And yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, it just sounds fantastic and so inspirational as well. And I know you—you said I'm I'm starting from scratch, but in reality, you're not because you're wiser. You know, as you've said, you've got this twenty years background of being in the industry. You've you know how to run a business. You know the mistakes that you've made and, um, and you've got all these connections everywhere. So you're able to bring that this time. It's kind of, you know, you've gone just, you might, it might, obviously feels like you're starting again, but you've got such a a wealth of experience behind you now, which is so, so again, motivational, inspirational and, and exciting. I think that's the word that I'm kind of looking for. It's really, really exciting. So tell me more about, um, what's going on now because i know you've got an awful lot of exciting things in the pipeline so if you're listening to this as as soon as it lands uh, we're in november um that we're november the 10th 2022 right now what's going on for you right now um what what can people look for how can people support you
1: so uh, right now uh we're working in few ways uh the the most uh, biggest event it's like opening the shop next pop-up shop in Trinity Leeds uh we will open it uh 28 November mm-hmm. and, uh we'll have a, a party opening party at first December uh it's one of the mm, uh important thing you know like what what we're expecting and uh we're preparing everything for this uh i'm really actively working so again uh what i forgot to mention that uh the part of my project that i you know like the final goal what i see i would like to make something like i had before it's the uh part of the business where i'm uh uh, wholesaler and retailer of the Ukrainian brands, you know, like uh, and uh, other part of my business. It's open the beauty spaces because a lot of Ukrainian mm, uh, refugees here. It's a woman who did uh, the beauty services before in Ukraine, so I I would like to give them opportunity for work also. And I met a few girls here who working in with the beauty sp- um, uh, beauty services and they're actually looking for a job, it's not so easy here, I can tell you, <laughs> so I would like to cooperate with them, we will see is, is it will be possible or not right now in Trinity, uh, uh, maybe not, but uh, yeah, I want to help them also, and you know, like, make, um, how to say, create the Community and you know show the local customers what it's what we can do. I I offer you the best, what we can do, the best brands and the best services. So uh, yeah, this is uh, in in these ways I work in right now. We are all we all working right now. So uh, for opening the shop, uh, uh, for help these girls also. Also, um, um, mm, mm, uh, one of the important way uh, where I'm working right now, it's uh, looking for all partners, wholesale partners. So because from the business side, I see the biggest income in wholesale partners. Uh, So yeah, and it takes really important uh, part of my work here. Uh, I already... Um, was in few exhibitions and I I really want to go to Pure London and uh, Spring Fair, but it's quite expensive. I'm looking for money for this, so it's like a lot of things to do uh, because I I understand that uh, this is the way where I want to go. As much uh, wholesale partners, I I will uh, find as much sales I will have and I can I really appreciate my team and I want to pay them i i don't as a business person i don't believe in charity like all the time you know and i i appreciate the the people who helps me here and i I've, i'm shocked i'm shocked i think the uh, the english people it's the most kindness people uh, whom i meet in my life but uh, from other way i'm about business and i want to create a system make the company it's you know like so uh, all my energy right now for m- making this uh, uh, project profitable and, you know, uh, uh, and run it and make it bigger. So, yeah, uh, looking for wholesale partners, looking for investment. Uh, I'm making a lot of job with the business plan, with the speaking with the people who are uh, interested in uh, uh, investing of my project running with me, uh, I will be happy to share my financial responsibility with somebody. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it's a lot of um, ways. Uh, but the, uh, uh, right now, uh, opening the shop and, yeah, interviews. So Claire making a great job, if to be honest. Uh, my sales for the first months just because of her. Well, just because of her, because, for example, we haven't anything like uh, PR, you know, like not, uh, no, for two weeks, you know, like no uh, news or something. And my sales stopped. Mm -hmm. I understand that. So it was only because she pushed this project in PR side, because we had articles in uh, Yorkshire Post, in BBC News and some magazines, so, you know, like people, and it's natural, people, when uh, how they can find my uh, project. Uh, They never know about this, just like this. They read about this, they uh, hearing about this, so PR side uh, really important right now. And when, you know, like um, uh, people hearing, they come into my website, they, you know, uh, find something that they like, uh, and how how the sales going? It's like going like this. For example, I have my uh, uh, first wholesale partner. She already has has her um, clients. She knows what they want. She get uh, she make an order and she sold everything for one week, all her order because she understand for whom she ordered and this was amazing she called me and okay i need one more and like, wow so fast and you know like uh so i believe in this and i won't really work with this and you know push uh, uh the website the wholesale chain and yeah um sorry i'm i'm it's too much <laughs> no
0: it's amazing <laughs> I, it's, good. Too, it's too I, much I, yeah
2: i was gonna say i think i think what what anyone who's listening to this could really do to help us uh, and help yana is is go and get on that website have a look and if you like it share it with people and you know make sure you're following the social media yana has the most amazing styling tips that she started because i was like look show people how to wear these amazing products in a myriad of ways so for example there's a beautiful um sweater and some kind of sort of knitted it's knitted and knitted trousers that match and it's an outfit that's the most versatile i've ever seen you can lounge around with it and feel like joan collins dynasty because it's so glamorous but it's comfortable and you can lounge in it you can put it with trainers and you know I've seen Yana with it with like a denim jacket with the little pleated skirt that goes and kind of trot out casually and you know and you can dress it up and go out for a very posh dinner in it and actually it would look equally as beautiful so these these pieces are just so incredible so i would just urge anybody jump on our on the website which is the you and and have a look at these pieces and if you are remotely able to get to leads do come along uh when we launch and uh, you know and support Yana with with this project because that's what we're looking for and and you know and if people know anybody who has a retail space where they sell others just put them in touch and and it's just about getting that word out and that's where we really need the support is just you know spread the word spread the word spread the word and Well, like we said, you know, Claire's PR at work is incredible, but we need we need people who are supporting Yana to get behind her now and really drive it. And that's kind of like the next stage of the project. You know, And when someone like Shopify, this huge company, are coming over to interview and support Yana, then we know that we're on the right track because her story is speaking for itself.
0: Amazing. So good. And all the links to the website, to the Yorkshire Post article, to all your social medias are all on the show notes. So go check um, all of those out. Go look at uh, and follow all the social media and get in touch, get in touch um, and see how you can support. Because even if you can't, it might be somebody in your network. You might just know somebody who can, as the saying goes. But ladies, I have absolutely loved hanging out with you today i've loved listening to your story i've loved every bit of it and um i just wish you all the best and obviously i'll do all my that i can to support you as well but um i wish you all the best and go follow go get involved and thank you so much thank you thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Smasher on Ceiling podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it'd be great if you could hit the subscribe button and leave a review as it helps me to reach a lot more people. And if you know someone who would benefit from having a listen, please feel free to share. Have an amazing day and I'll see you next time.